I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yes, it is time once again to get some free advice, some free diagnosis, thanks to the help of ASC certified technician Nick Stoffel. They're at Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Denny. How are things uh, with you and Lloyd's? Well, things were, you know, Big big Nick was gone a few days, so I had to kind of step up my game a bit. And, you know, it, it takes me a little bit to get back up to speed, but I think all in all the week ended up pretty good. Big Nick is uh, is a guy that one of the, what, three or four uh, people you, you meet uh, when you walk through the door there, always everybody. How do you find these friendly people? I mean, there's, <laughs> I mean, do you, do you feed them a lot of good stuff in the morning or what? I mean, because they, they really are. I mean, they, they, you walk in, unlike some places, Lisa, it used to be, uh, could be rather threatening. Uh, your people really make you feel at home. Well, I appreciate that. And part of the truth, I guess, is, you know, we, we just work together, but we are a bit of a family. You know, Big Nick and my brother Tim graduated high school together, you know, almost 30 yeah. years ago. Jimmy was actually the service manager, service writer at a service station I worked at when I was in high school. So we've all known each other more than 30 years. So it makes it kind of, uh, 
everybody's invested. Everybody cares. Everybody goes above and beyond, you know, all of it, you know, and we just, uh, we're so fortunate. No, you really are, and the, the customer is as fortunate as well. I did not know that about uh, all the connections there. Uh, in the meantime, if uh, if you have a problem with your car, your truck, your van, and you have to bring it in for service to your favorite shop or your favorite dealer, but you kind of want to know what's going on before you walk in that door or talk to that service rider, uh, why don't you call Nick or send a text, whichever is easier. Most people send a text, but we'd love to hear your voice too. So call or text any kind of a car care question. But keep in mind, the earlier the better, because Nick takes his leave a little over a half hour from now. So we just have about 30 minutes from now or so to uh, get you some answers. Here's the number for either a phone call or text, 651-461-9226. Here's a question. In fact, I don't know if we've ever had a question about this, and I certainly haven't had this problem for a hundred years. Doesn't say what kind of a car it is, so he he or she who put in the text said, "My car is overheating. What are the causes? What are the causes of a car overheating?" I don't hear about that too much. Do you see a lot of that? As you said, not as much as we used to, and part of the reason is cars have become much more efficient. The designs are better. Um, the the cooling systems, the radiators, the water pumps, everything's just improved. Um, and if a vehicle's overheating now, I would assume that that water pump, which might be electrically driven, not belt driven, has failed so that antifreeze is no longer circulating out of the engine into the radiator to allow it to cool. Especially in the winter months, even though it's been a, a mild winter, when it's down in the 30s and 40s, it takes quite a bit to get that engine to overheat. So I would suspect something there where that antifreeze is not circulating. But you, you guys, you and your crews could uh, diagnose and analyze that pretty relatively quickly, right? Yeah, for the most part, it's it's fairly straightforward. You know, you still use the same tools. You check temperatures. You know, check for circulation. You know, the the processes to find out what it is are often the same. It's just that the repairs will become a little more complex because a lot of these items are buried deeper under the hood oh, and oh, yes. a little more work to get to them. Oh, a lot of work in some cases. Uh, texter says uh, they need to replace their rear-view camera on a 2014 MKX does not show image on the dash. Uh, is that an easy and or expensive fix? It may be costly. A lot of times with technology, those items tend to be a little more expensive. But we've all become very used to having those cameras. The way vehicles are laid out and designed, there's a lot of blind spots. So I would I would definitely go down the road of having that repaired. As far as difficulty, probably not too difficult. Maybe the inner panel on that rear gate comes. Oh, I think, by golly, we lost uh, lost our uh, friend Nick, uh, Nick Stoffel. Uh, I'll tell you what, we, uh, Tom and Elk River, hang on. John and I, Sandy, hang on. We're going to gr- uh, grab your phone calls as soon as we come back a- after the break. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226 for any kind of a car care question you may have this morning here. In the Twin Cities, uh, we've uh, eked out one more degree. It's now 10 above. It's going to be a windy day today, even though we'll get up to near 29. Breezy, gusting as high as 35 miles an hour. Let's take this break. Be back with more car care here on News Talk 830 WCCO.
And a good Saturday morning to you. Denny Long back with Nick Stoffel, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, taking any kind of a car care question you may have. And, uh, Nick, we promised uh, Tom and uh, John we'd get to their phone calls right away, but I'm thinking, too, that folks that maybe need uh, some help from Lloyd's Automotive, how, we, how do we get in touch with you guys? You know, absolutely. If you ever have a question or need some advice, don't hesitate to call. You can always reach us at 651-228-1316. And if you're ever in St. Paul and Grand Avenue, we're at 982 Grand. You know, stop in and say hi. And if you wouldn't mind, I'd really appreciate checking out our website at lloydsautomotive.net. Very good, Nick. We'll uh, get you that info before Nick leaves us, which is close to 745 or so this morning. All right, let's see who we can help out here. Tom, first up, calling in from uh, Elk River, I believe. Thanks, Tom. Uh, what's your question for Nick? Well, you guys uh, told me to call you back after last week, so I had the 2011 Honda Pilot with the uh, drive axle question, and I ended up replacing it with a factory axle instead of a Napa axle, and my chatter and noise did go away. There are three different axles that are made for this car aftermarket, and all three of them have different sizes. And so, therefore, I had the wrong size (laughs) by about an eighth to a quarter of an inch, and it allowed too much movement, and therefore the chatter, et cetera. So you told me to call you back. I'm just letting you know. Well, that's great. Thank you, Tom, for doing that very thing. I remember that call. How about you, Nick? Yeah, I I do. I recall, too, and it's – I think it's awesome that our listeners, number one, uh, are still capable as cars are more complicated. They have the know-how, the tooling, um, and the willingness just to tackle that and then to, you know, be able to identify. You know, the only thing that's different is the axle, so how could this have changed and created this chatter and, uh, you know, force C to go through and, you know, see it all the way through. So it's awesome. I like it. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah thanks. thanks for returning the call, Tom. Appreciate that. Uh, let's go to Isanti. I do believe uh, John is uh, there calling in from Isanti. John, what is your question, please? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Maybe I can have as much luck as Tom. I've got a 1988 Ford F-250, and I need a, a new smog pump. And I'm not terribly mechanically inclined. I'm wondering, number one, how difficult that project would be uh, for a do-it-yourselfer, and if I can't do it, approximately what the cost would be to replace that. Thank you. That's a little more vintage, and I would um, I would see if the parts are available and at what cost. If I can recall, the procedure itself probably is not overly difficult, but the concern is that the age of the vehicle, how much corrosion and rust we might have on those bolts, uh, nuts and bolts, and that's where it might get complicated in the sense where you got to heat things up, and if anything breaks, you might have to drill it out. So I would, I would caution as a do-it-yourselfer um, to make sure you're taking your time and diligence. If you're not comfortable, you know, finding a local shop that's got the capability, have them open the hood, take a look at it, get it, you know, the best case assessment visually, and kind of go from there. But you know, one of those situations where you get started. Also, you break a bolt or two, and now that job went from something fairly straightforward to a whole day. So I would be very cautious before I would uh, tackle that. All right, very good. 651-461-9226 is our phone number. It's also our text number for any kind of a car care question you may have for uh, Nick Stoffel. Uh, here's a 2014 Chrysler 300. Well, this is interesting. Another elect- electronic problem. When the wipers are turned on, the dash lights dim. What's going on there? 
likely something's being backfed. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, the, the electricity comes from the battery, completes the circuit back into the battery. So if there's some sort of circuit or part of a circuit that the dash, you know, illumination and the wipers are sharing, maybe it's a ground or, you know, some signal of some sort that when we see that power back feed through, it's kind of fighting that power going through those indicators. So I would suspect that there's a short somewhere creating that probably something you want to have looked at sooner than later because you don't want that to get worse and you don't want to create some sort of permanent damage where it's damaging something whether it's the wipers or the dash or you know something in between so i would advise this person to probably in the next short time get that on the schedule somewhere and have that assessed so looking at a text from a listener nick uh, about uh, companies that we see on television a lot of ads uh they're naming like car shield that help pay for repairs. These are extended warranties, I guess, is maybe the proper term for it. Some people think they are uh, not good. Some people think they are. There, I know there are others, not to pick on that company. But And we get this question from time to time, I know, over the years. Uh, what do you think about extended warranties? You know, I, I think it's a matter of opinion. I've done this a long time. We've seen some very good warranty they have really good coverage and we've seen the opposite also keep in mind that these are insurance companies that need to turn a profit too so if you're spending a thousand dollars or five thousand dollars on this warranty i suspect that the coverage will be proportional to what you're spending sometimes you know it might if you have the means and the willingness to take that money that you would spend on the warranty and actually save the money in a separate account I would bet that you would have that money or a good part of that money left after the duration of the warranty would have been. So my opinion is um, if you want one, I, I want to talk you out of it. I would say let's very carefully read the fine print. Um, if you're on the ropes and you're willing to save that money and put it away for a rainy day, in my opinion, that might be the best case scenario, um, but it's really a preference and you know, the fine print is the most critical part of that conversation. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you got to read that, and I'm sure there's plenty. There's plenty of fine print in uh, in some or all of these. Uh, let's grab a phone call, Nick. I think Karen uh, is calling in from Ramsey this morning. Hi, Karen. What, what's your question for Nick? I have a question. I had my tires rotated. Oh, it's probably been over a month or longer ago, and I've noticed ever since that when we've had a few light snow things that the tire car doesn't seem to grip like it does when you come to a um, a stop sign and if it's a little icy. And um, it just seems like the car wants to slide a little bit. My question is, when they rotated the tires, is something would that cause something to be, um, I don't know, um, not able, I mean, where something has been uh, turned off or whatever, or is there something I have to do on my car to change that? No, if any of the safety systems, like the traction controls, the ABS, um, any of those stability track, any of those systems, if there was a fault, or if they were shut off, there would be an indicator on the dash. So if you're like, something's clearly different, the warning on the dash, there'd be a little light or a little, you know, a couple of words telling you there's a, the system is off, there's a needs attention type of deal. Now, rotating the tires, typically, uh, we're going to put, try to put the best tires on the drive wheel. So as we see them wear, we'd like to rotate them around to give you the best traction and give you the best life out of the tires. So, you know, those are still slick in some spots. 
maybe for peace of mind, you can go back and have them rotate them back to where they were and see if they're different. I also think, and don't um, take this the wrong way, but we haven't had much snow this winter, and I think all of us were slipping sliding more than we were used to in the last week here um, just because it's been such a dry winter and the roads have been so clear that, you know, that, and if you think historically, you know, usually October, November, when we get our first snowfall, we're all very uh, relearning how to winter driving. By the time you get to this time of the year, typically it's just secondhand again. So I would, I would say if you're very concerned, we'll have those tires rotated back to the way they were and see what happens. If you're noticing the same, it might simply just because we haven't had much snow. And I know that uh, you and your crews at uh, Lloyd's, when you do go in for, uh, uh, let's say, an oil change or uh, and, and sometimes the tire rotation, uh, you guys always check the tread depth. Uh, I mean, what what sh- should that be? It's always checked when, when that's done, right, when you guys rotate tires. Absolutely. Or any service. You know, if somebody has tires that are getting worn to the point where we're concerned, we're going to bring it to their attention. And, and most or all shops will. You know, it's... Uh, very straightforward. It's a visual inspection. You know, there's a little bar that's built into the tire, which is around 330 seconds. And that's kind of the bare, bare minimum. And I assure that if you're having a service or rotation, they see those tires at that point, they're going to say, hey, your tires are worn out. Um, you know, when tires are new, depending on the tire, they could have 10, 11, 12, 30 seconds of an inch. That's a, quite a bit of traction there. Um and it gets tough. You know, we're late February. We're kind of towards the end of the winter. Sometimes the tread depth in the summer isn't as critical as it is in the winter months. So you're kind of in a cross crossroads of what to do here. But I always tell people, if your tires are getting close and you're going to be doing a lot of driving, it's better to replace the tires to avoid some sort of incident or accident that creates more hardship. And you'll still need tires. So if the tires are close, replace them. Very good. Hang on, Nick. We're going to take a break. We have about 10 minutes left of the show. If you have a car care question, we'd love to hear from me before we run out of time. 651-461-9226. From News Talk 830, this is WCCO. I think I got lost there for a while. It was my turn, I guess. Uh, I, I tell you what, I introduced Mark in Richfield. Let's see if Mark is still there. Are you there, Mark? Here. Thank you. Hi, hi Mark. Thanks. Sorry for the interruption. What's your question <laughs> for uh, for Nick? Hey. Well, good morning, gentlemen. Thank you. And uh, so I got a couple two-part, if it's okay, uh, uh, real quick. 2015 Colorado. I'm thinking I need to change. Uh, we've had heat problems. I'm thinking I need to start with the thermostat. Am I looking at a big project here? It, um, depending on the heat issue, I, I would first check temperatures, you know, in and out, if the best you can, where the coolant flows through. Um, also, Uh-oh. check the different sides of the venting. It's possible that the heater controls in the dash itself or maybe not working properly. Oh. I would, I'd be careful before oh. I'd rip open the cooling system just to make sure you're not um, headed down one path and you got to make a U-turn and go down another. So I would do a little more homework there, um, checking temperatures okay, of the coolant yeah. in and out where the thermostat is or out of the heater core itself, and then make okay. sure all the blend doors, the electrical portion of that system is working properly the best you can. Uh, makes sense, yes. I will start that. I kind of thinking I need to start somewhere simpler. Good. Um, the other part is it always yeah, goes simpler. Go 
<laughs> I always go simple. Don't, don't, don't head agree. down the wrong path the first time. Go slow and steady. We'll almost always win the race. What was yeah, the other part of your question, Mark? So the other part is a 2010 MKX. I put my windshield, my front windshield fluid, push that button, it goes to the back. I do my back windshield washer fluid, and it goes to the front, which throws the... the is there just the tubes are on the wrong part, or is there some electrical piece there? I think your first answer, back to simpler uh, go down to the reservoir if it's accessible. Look at the pump. Switch the two lines, and if the lines and once you look at it, you might say, "Oh, that makes more sense." Flip them, and if it's working well, once again, simpler is always sometimes the easier answer. <laughs> yeah, very good. All right, good luck with that, Mark. Thank, thanks for the question. Thanks for hanging on. Let's grab another call before we run out of time. I think Jeanette calling in from Oakdale. Hi, Jeanette. What's your question, please? Yes. Good morning. Uh, say I have a 2015 Equinox, and a light has come on. It's it's a picture of a wrench, and it says service tire monitor system. Well, I've had two of the beads, I guess, replaced at different times. But my question to you is: somebody told me, well, just leave it till that light. Uh, the light has been going on and off depending on the weather. For example, last Saturday. It one it came on, and then Monday when the weather got warm, it stayed off all week till this weekend when it got cold again. I did have the air checked in the tires, and that's okay. Is that okay to drive it till it for a while? Well, I, I, I the wrench is likely a maintenance light. Oftentimes, there's like a TPMS light that's associated to the tire pressure, so couple things here, I'll make it simple the best I can. If it's temperature-related, meaning that when it gets colder, the light's on, it warms up a couple degrees, it goes off. We've had this question before. I would tell you to have the people put just a couple pounds of pressure. Never said in the tires, let's say it's 35 pounds, tell them to do 37. Those two pounds of pressure will not make a difference, especially at the colder temps. But you might find that the light stays out. The other thing is if the light is more related to the sensors themselves, next time you're in for service, have them just ping or check to see if all four sensors are reading. Maybe you have a weak sensor that's kind of going haywire on you and making you not trust it. So typically I tell people if there's a light on the dash, you need to take it seriously because if we ignore it, when we do have a problem, we won't know. So Step one, the easiest step is go back to the shop, have them put just a couple more pounds of pressure, not a lot, just a little more air. And I think that's going to take care of most of your problem here. All right, very good. See, do we have time? Yes, we have time for one or two more uh, questions. Here's one, a 2007 Lexus six-cylinder that has not had a tune-up. What is the degree of difficulty to do it myself? Texter wants to know. There's a brave soul. Yes, there is. Um you know, on a cylinder engine, which I suspect this likely is, uh, the backside, the spark plug towards the firewall or towards the windshield are difficult to get to. So unless you have the right tooling, and you can watch a lot of videos online, educate yourself the best you can. But like we always do, we caution people. Like I appreciate and want people to do as much work as they can. However, the asterisk is, if something goes wrong, like if you crack a spark plug or if you do something like that, 
that simple repair requires a tow and maybe a significant repair by a shop. So just slow and steady. You know, that's kind of the theme for today is this, you know, make sure you're comfortable with what you're doing and your approach. It makes you have the right tooling and the know-how before you head on that road. Okay. I know we're almost out of time. Let's grab one more. I'll generally compress this uh, paragraph here. It's a 2021 Toyota RAV4, 8,300 miles on it only. Uh, The texter notices uh, squeaky brakes when the weather is cold. Uh, The dealership checked it out, but it was not cold enough for them to squeak. What do you think causes brakes, especially this newer vehicle, uh, to squeak only when it's cold? You know, this um, this winter has been unique. We had fog here last week or the week before. That The moisture, the moisture, you know, the brake rotors are bare metal. The moisture makes a little corrosion on them. And we find when we start driving, as that corrosion cleans up or clears up, we get them squeaking in the brakes. They might stop somewhere and be there for a few hours, a little bit of that corrosion. So I, I don't think the brakes are bad. I would be curious to see once we transition out of this season into the spring and summer if the noise goes away um i suspect it will um we've heard a lot of that this winter it's just you know different types of seasons and different types of concerns so i I think this texture will be just fine all right good that's good news um yeah it's going to be warming up this week too so there should be less squeaking i i assume with uh from that uh, texture now nick for those that uh, maybe missed the info earlier today uh, if they need some assistance from lloyd's automotive how do we find you guys Yes, yes, sir. Um, if you ever have a question, need some advice, like we always say, don't hesitate to call and ask. We're at 651-228-1316. And if you're on Grand Avenue in St. Paul, we're two blocks east of Lexington Parkway at 982 Grand. And as always, I'd appreciate if you take a look at our website, and that's lloydsautomotive.net. Very good, Nick. Thanks for the help today. Let's uh, try this again one more time at least uh, next week, and uh, and I hope you guys have a good week at Lloyd's. You too, Danny. Thank you very much. Thank, thanks so much. Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive. Stay tuned next for Jack Farrell's Wine Chat, and then get those lawn and garden questions ready for our Smart Garden Show in the 8 o'clock hour. Julie Weisenhorn from the U of M will be answering those very questions here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.